0: Yay, that just took like half an hour to set up. That's okay. Wait, do you want more wine? No, I'll have to
1: drive home later, so. This is the downside of I driving. Know.
0: I do not. I mean, this is also my house, yes. but like I yeah. don't drive. How do you start a podcast? I don't. Should we say the
1: title? <laughs> yes. We didn't discuss who goes first. No. Personally, I think it makes the most sense if whoever has the historical story goes first. Sure. Okay. Then we'll alternate. We
0: still haven't said the title. No. Okay. This is the tipsy tea. Yes. We don't have a very good description. Did you read the description I gave it?
1: Honestly, I didn't. I did not even look at the description of our own podcast.
0: Wait, let me read this to you. This is... On, like, the podcast description, as well as, like, our Instagram description. A current and historical podcast relevant today, dot, 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 plus a little wine. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's not inaccurate. (laughs) And that's the second draft (laughs) decision. (laughs) The first one, I'm pretty sure, was a telling of current and historical events in relation to current times or some bullshit. Like that's a
1: little wordy. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Run on sentence. I just couldn't deal with the fact that I said current twice in one (laughs) sentence. (laughs) Current events relate to current times? Who would have guessed? (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. We're new to this. Do we we introduce ourselves, don't we? I guess so. That would make the most sense. I'm Elizabeth. I'm Andrea. Although I guess it says Alexandria online. Which name should I go by? It's up to you. I feel like Elizabeth and Alexandria just sounds so fancy. It does
1: sound very fancy. sounds like we're like royalty.
0: Right? I don't know. We're like old grannies.
1: (laughs) We'll just have to remember to call each other by our full names if we do that.
0: Yeah, because we neither of us normally. No. <laughs> oh fuck. <Ooh. laughs> oh, do you want to hear a funny story? Yes. Okay. So I went. Oh, I have two things for you. Okay. Fun. One is funny story. So I'm on the phone with Nathan after work. Nathan after work today, at the grocery store, picking out food to make us for dinner, and. Wait, no, I have to get, I have to do the first, th- I have to do the other thing first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So I have a present for you. Oh my goodness, a present. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember you telling me and I totally forgot about it. I know. I didn't want to give it to you at the party because I wanted to give it to you here. Okay. But here's On your present. first
1: podcast.
0: It's not a bottle of wine. Okay. I mean, you have a
1: bottle of wine, but it's not a bottle of wine there's a cookie in there oh my god
0: it's a wine glass that says here for the booze
1: oh my goodness the booze
0: is spelled B-O-O-S with a ghost and there's oh no i'll fix it one second <laughs> There we go. Okay,
1: thank you. And there's two cookies. One's a Oh, it's such a cute little ghost. And a jack-o-lantern. And we'll there's one more thing in the bottom. Is it another wine glass? It's another wine glass. Yes. It says witch, spelled like, you know, W-I-T-C-H. Way to the wine. Oh my god, these are so cute. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I saw them, and I was like, I need to buy these for Liz.
0: You know me so well. And then Nathan was like, are they both for her? And I was like, yes. Yes, they are. <laughs> but anyway, so I was at the store, and I saw these cookies, and I was like, I'm buying these to go with the wine glass. And then I was walking around, and I'm in Urban Fair in Yowtown. and they have... <laughs> I'm
1: sorry. I'm sorry. I'm trying to package it back up nicely. This mic picks up literally everything. Okay. I know.
0: Right, okay. I think you can turn it down a little bit. Um yeah so they have these cookies and they're adorable so but urban fair has um like a a candy section they were adorable Mm -hmm. and they had little halloween ones and i was like i want to get these i was on the phone and do you know what i said to him what what is something you say when you're buying someone too many sugar things what i said oh i don't want to give her diabetes bro (laughs) For everyone not in that <laughs> joke,
1: I already have diabetes,
0: <laughs> type one. And we almost killed you that one time. Just that once, though. Just it's okay. One. We'll tell that story another day, because I feel like we've already talked too long. Oh, wait. I guess I go first, because I'm, like, I'm just like, I'm ready to listen. I have my wine. No okay. if I get my wine, I'm ready to listen. <sighs> yeah. Okay. My story's long. Okay. I will tell you right now. I already told you what mine was, right? I think so. My Four pages of giant notes. Oh, we forgot
1: to talk about this. So our recording studio is Andrea's closet. <laughs> because It's we a are, walk-in closet. It's a walk-in mean. closet. And it has a light. It's getting a little warm, but, you know, we'll see how oh it goes. Oh, God. Oh, God.
0: I mean, you can open the door. Oh, we don't have to keep the door closed? I don't think so. Okay. I think it's just to, like... Dampen the sound. Okay, that's better. Yeah. hmm I don't know. Nathan said, voice actors record demos and shit. He said, closets or cars? And I said, if I have to choose, closets. Mm-hmm. Because car sounds horrible.
1: Yeah, imagine trying to set all this crap up in my,
0: <laughs> my car. Also, no power source. Yeah. Just drain your battery for, yeah. little, for the good of the podcast. <laughs> okay. okay. So... We had a theme for our first episode, and that will probably be the last time we have a theme. Yes. <laughs> and my theme was Vancouver Chinatown and the history of just Chinese in BC, because originally it was just Vancouver Chinatown, but um, turns out it's all kind of related. Okay. Um. So, my story starts in 1858. Not, it's that, not, long ago. not that long is ago. Canada's a big Yeah. A lot of Chinese slash Asian ancestry, ancestry, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, immigrated to BC because of the gold mine. Oh, okay. I mean, Didn't know that. gold rush. Mm-hmm. Sorry. We gold don't rush. have a
1: gold. No, mine. we do not have a gold mine.
0: <laughs> That'd be great. That would <laughs> make way more affordability in this. BC fucking has city. a
1: secret gold mine, and we've just never told anyone in the world about it. We're just.
0: Can they tell us about it? Because I can't
1: afford
2: to live here.
0: Right. I live with four men. <laughs> and it's still too fucking expensive. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah. um, And they were just like um, in the 1880s coming for the gold rush. And then they stayed because of the uh, Pacific Railroad. Canadian Pacific Rail Rail. thought you were going to say the great weather. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Fuck that. It's... It literally overnight became winter here. I know. I I like was warm and wearing sweaters. And then I woke up this morning and like cars were frosted. Mm -hmm. And I was like, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. I like wore my winter coat and everything. And then on the way home, I was way too warm.
1: Yep. Winter in the morning, summer in the afternoon.
0: That's cash. Anyway. Anyway. Oh, here. Okay. Sorry. I lost my place. Two lines in and I lost my place. Um, by 1884, so, like, 25 years later, um, 17,000 immigrants come through B.C. to work on the railway. Whether they settled in B.C. is irrelevant, but, like, they came to B.C. to work on the railway, which, remember that for later, because okay. that number becomes sad. Oh, God. Okay. okay. Yeah, it's great. To work on the railway... Oh, you didn't have to remember that long. It's not my next point. I'm sorry. So... <laughs> I wrote this, like, a week ago, okay? <laughs> um, so I found this stupidly relevant to this time, which is sad. Um, but the reason the C- uh, CPR liked to hire them is they only had to pay the, the Chinese a dollar a day, which I did not do the conversion, but, but not a lot. Not a lot. Okay. Um, and that did not include, like, the food, the gear, and the transportation from, like, worksite to worksite. Okay. Um, which versus their white like equivalent would get paid a dollar 50 to 250 a day but also included food supplies and transport oh wow yeah so like at least a dollar more plus all their shit paid for mm-hmm. cash a lot became ill because there's no medical care in the wilderness of course you know blowing things up and building things i don't know <laughs> don't I know, know how it... railways work really <laughs> I mean, my dad worked for the CN for, like, his entire life. But, like, no, I don't know. <laughs> just cash. Yeah. So, they a lot of them died from illness as well as just accidents that went untreated. I'm starting on a really happy note. Yep. They said about four, like, Chinese men or Asian descent, but they, I think they were mostly Chinese. Um, four per every mile of track died. Oh, my God. hmm
1: how long is the railway? I mean, it goes across Canada. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Long. It's long. Yeah. Oh, God.
0: Um, but I think that was specifically, like, BC, Alberta, okay. Saskatchewan area. It was going through the mountains and stuff. Going through the mountains was difficult work. Okay, wait. Hold up. I'm going to pour more wine. Um. So, after the... I can't talk and pour, apparently. After the railway was completed... I guess they decided. Oh, I need my tablet. Forgetting my tablet. Does it have battery now? Is the question. (laughs) It wasn't plugged in, so let's hope so. No. Can you? (laughs) (laughs) Oh wait. No, Nathan needs to bring us downstairs. Okay. I'll just text him. Okay. Okay. So, because I need that. They're downloaded on there. Okay. Yeah. So. After the building of the railway, rail, I guess they just decided we don't need Chinese people anymore. We want to stop them, mm-hmm. so they create they enacted the Chinese Immigration Act, okay, which created a head tax like per person, mm-hmm. like you had to pay as you came into the country. Oh. So like if you were Chinese and you were immigrating to the country, you had to pay. Oh, he says yes. Um, you had to pay like a. Dollar amount to like, mm-hmm. get into the country on top of everything else, because you know immigrating isn't expensive enough. No, not at all. Um, so initially it was fifty dollars per person. Back which, in like, the eighteen hundreds, that's a lot of money. I know. To me, I was like fifty. I mean, that's kind of expensive, but like not that bad. I tr- translated, like converted. Converted. There we go. Okay. I converted. <laughs> brain fart. I converted it to like ish today's days. The farthest back the conversion cal. Calculator would go was um like 1890 or so like six years off like mm-hmm. um what $50 were per person was $1,120 oh wow yeah um and so it was straight up discourage immigration like that's the reason they had it mm-hmm. it didn't work I guess so they <laughs> increased it <this. laughs> Um, to a hundred dollars per person in 1900, and that is the equivalent of two thousand three hundred and twenty-two. Just cash. Just just paid. Yeah. Um, and then that still wasn't good enough, I guess. So in 1903, three years later, um, they raised it to five hundred dollars per person in 1903. <laughs> Which is the equivalent, just take a guess. Uh, don't actually do math, 10, just take 000? a guess. 10,000?
1: 11,610 dollars. That was close, that's a ridiculous amount of money.
0: But people are still immigrating. I know. Like people are still paying that. How bad was China? Hi Nathan, thank you. Can I ask this? I don't want to
2: interrupt. But
0: it's okay.
2: Is that the right one? Yes. Okay.
0: It's just a micro USB, so- oh maybe. Maybe this one's too big. No, that's wrong.
2: That's <laughs> not Okay. Do you have any idea where the other ones might be? My dual
0: one is in your PlayStation, because we are using it for your remotes.
2: Um, okay, it's not there, but I'll
0: look around. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Okay. okay. Anyway, to specifically Vancouver. In 1886, I'm throwing a lot of random beers, but mm-hmm. it's only been like 30. So around the time that like the Chinese Immigration Act was coming into place, there were officially ninety Chinese residents living in the two-block radius, um, which is what would eventually become Chinatown. So it was on Granville Street, actually, of all places, oh, which okay. is funny because like it's scooched mm-hmm. more. It's more like like Richards, kind of onward. It's not Granville. Mm-hmm. Um, the total population of Vancouver was a thousand, so it was about ten percent, just below. Oh, which is not what it is now. No I say this By the way I'm not being really racist Racist I am Chinese <laughs> I realize people can't see my face So I'm like Oh I just sound like a racist person Talking about Chinese people no. Half these things I did already know Sort of I had to like get more detail Um One second wine Um In 1895 So like nine years later the chinese benevolent Association of association of vancouver was founded to help support the community which you can still see signs like if you've been in chinatown there's still sounds signs that say that um but it was just to like help get people jobs mm-hmm. help them get school have community because a lot it was a lot of like Single men, and by single men, I mean married men with children that had to leave them all back in China. Thank you. You're welcome. What are you eating? Oh, okay. There was also like single men and stuff, but Mm -hmm. like a lot of them were planning on bringing like their families over Mm -hmm. after they earned enough or like you know, in hopes that like the government wouldn't charge them an unarmed leg in 1896. Um, oh, yeah, this is a quote from Vancouver's health officer, so a government official. So they were closing down and demolishing some of the buildings in Chinatown. hmm Owing to their filthy condition, and one would hardly pass through the corridor, which I assume they mean Chinatown because it was a four-block radius. Right. Um. One would hardly pass through the corridor without holding one's nose. Hmm. Which, like, still accurate, but, like... <laughs> They got stinky food, Think yo. Stinky food. I mean, I eat all that food, but like, they got stinky food. And to like uncultured white people, they're gonna be like, no. Um. By nineteen hundred, there was over a thousand residents living in a four-block radius or oh, wow. thereabouts. I don't actually have how big it was, but it was. I remember it being about a couple blocks. Okay. So by in nineteen oh four, I guess nothing happened for four years. Uh, <laughs> they built new tenant buildings. Um because no one owned anything because Mm -hmm. do i talk about this probably at some point anyway um in 1904 there was new tenant buildings and they created shanghai alley and canton alley Mm -hmm. which shanghai alley does still exist you can still like there's signs and you can and it actually has like a bunch of history of chinatown oh cool um so there i did it's the next point i did talk about this i'm so smart um the need for tenant buildings, because they were unable to vote, own land, there was unequal wages and work opportunities. Mm-hmm. So.
1: Just all great all around.
0: Yeah. We're just doing, doing great. When people say racism doesn't exist in Canada, they're wrong. I mean, well. I mean, this was a
1: couple hundred years ago. I'm not saying it doesn't still exist, but... This was a long I've time It's been ago. like in
0: like history. Oh yeah, in history, are like definitely talking has. about like slavery in the states. They're like, I'm so glad I'm from Canada, and I'm like, Sir, yeah, excuse me. Anyway, oh yeah, okay, so story time. In April tenth, nineteen o six, in the lovely town of Penticton, hmm. I like it there. It's beautiful. Anyway, um, ten Chinese men were brought in just to like clear a farmer's land. Okay, and I guess the well, townspeople were not having it. Um, so 30 white men decided to break into the tenants like where they're living, mm-hmm. literally physically remove the men from their tenants' building, take them to the train station, force them on the train and out of town. And they were just like, don't come back.
1: Okay, that's really terrible, but I was definitely afraid you were going to say that 30 white men broke in and slaughtered them. So... Slightly better than I was expecting. Now we from Canada, yo.
0: <laughs> we just kick you out. Anyway, I mean it gets worse. I then my next point says 1907 riots. Hmm. Great. Just easier in there. I mean, there's no death in this. I know too. Okay. I mean, other than the four per mile right. that died on the train. <laughs> yeah, other than those guys. It's fine. I mean, R. I. P. But like, it's okay. Anyway, so. In 1907, there were riots from September 7th to the 10th. It lasted three days. Remember when people were like, that riot after the Canucks game was the worst? Yes, I do. And it was like a couple hours. Yeah, this lasted three days. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to be drugged by the time my story comes around. It was held by, and I shit you not, the Vancouver's... Asianic Exclusion League. Oh my god. Just, we are racists, R S. us. That didn't make sense. <laughs> I mean, it did. Okay. It made sense to me. Okay. It's like the KKK if the KKK was only against Asian people. Mm-hmm. And maybe less, like, culty. Yeah. Um, apparently, there were similar riots happening, like, all along the West Coast, because all those port cities were the ones that all the Asian countries mm-hmm. were coming out of. Um, it was so bad, like the head tax and like the racism and everything. That apparently this is from the internet, but like some of the websites were like government, so like I believe them. Um, it was so bad that the Japanese gov- government actually had an unofficial agreement to stop emigration to Canada. Wow. Yeah, they just wouldn't like approve it because it was just too dangerous for their like citizens, I guess. Um, it was due to the increase. Like, the reason this existed was due the increase of immigration from China, Japan, India, just because they wanted... There was more possibilities for work here. Mm-hmm. Guess what was a sentence that came out of these people's mouths as to why they were so angry? Sorry, the the racist group? Yeah, the racist group. They're stealing our jobs? You're Oh my god! A points to Ravenclaw! <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, Okay. So, arguments haven't really changed no, so far. No, just... um, It lasted three days before the police could stop the crowd and, like, close down the neighborhoods. Because they had to, like, barricade off the na- neighborhoods and get everyone out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, apparently, that took three days. I'm sorry. I am <laughs> boring you. I'm so sorry. I'm such a yawn.
1: <laughs>
0: it's fine. I'm not bored. I promise. Okay. Anyway. Um, so, it started at City Hall... Which I think was near where the art gallery is now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just protest parade. They destroyed uh, a lot of, like, shop windows and home to, be like, get back at the Chinese. Forgetting that they can't own land, so all the buildings are owned by white people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just racists are very uneducated. Like, I'm gonna destroy your shit to, like, get back at
1: you. But really, it's just the white landlords. Yeah, that like landlords. yeah.
0: Okay, all the tenants are gonna be like, "We're just gonna go." <laughs> which is literally what they did. It says many hid and stayed out of view, which is why there were like very few injuries and absolutely no death.
1: Well, that's good. Because it's not their shit. They, they don't, don't own
0: the building. They don't give a fuck if you break the windows. Oh. No. They don't have to pay to get it fixed. Like, it's not their... I mean, they probably had to get it payment. <laughs> yeah, probably. Oh, yeah. So in, by 1910, it took up four street blocks. Which, like... So just before that, it was probably a bit around that. But, like, how does it take three days to barricade four street blocks? Yeah, because the police weren't trying very hard. <laughs> probably. Um, by nine. Ele- no. <laughs> <laughs> by 1911, I'm so sorry... But 1911, it was the largest Chinatown in all of Canada, mm-hmm. which I'm pretty sure it still is. I would think so. Yeah. Maybe Toronto, but... No, I don't think Toronto's... So think no. They have a bigger, like, black community than oh, Asian okay. community. But, like... I know the one in Ottawa's, like, A Street.
1: <laughs> Good. Yeah.
0: I don't I think, think it's in North America, because I think San Francisco's is quite large mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Um, okay. Oh, fun fact. Okay, in 1913, K- Sam Kiko, which, guess what the owner's name, name is? I don't, uh, it's Sam Kee, like K E E. oh, okay, Ko. okay, his name is not Sam Kee, <laughs> his name is Chang Toy, <laughs> okay, I assume because, like, Sam sounds more American, mm-hmm. and he was like a businessman grocer, mm-hmm. so he wants more people to, like, work with him, maybe, he was forced to tear down, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. He was forced to tear down a grocery warehouse to make roads, like, wider. Okay. Um, and was left with just, like, a very thin piece of property that... Like, the size of this closet thin, or...? Like, double wide. Okay, okay. Do you know the building in Chinatown that's, like, an insurance company, and it's all window, and it's got the neon, like... No, honestly, I don't think I've ever been to Chinatown. Okay, well, whatever. (laughs) I'm sorry. Whatever, you guys can look it up. Okay. It's online. Um... So, to say, fuck you, you built a building on this property <laughs> that is four foot and 11, 11 inches wide. Oh, wow. It is shorter th- than I am tall in width. <laughs> it is skinnier than I am tall. <laughs> and she's not very tall. No, I'm short. So, the upstairs has, like, bay windows. Mm-hmm. So, it, like, feels bigger. And then... The basement is still the actual size that the building was. Um, it actually goes under the road, which mm-hmm. I did not know. I don't know if it still does. Like, I don't know mm-hmm. what would be under there now. But it was Bath Houses. Now it is an insurance company. Okay. Um, But I'm pretty sure they offer tours and stuff. Probably. I've seen things about tours. But it is the shallowest commercial building, according to the Guinness World Records. Oh, fun. Yeah. But I like that... <laughs> government was just like, no, we're taking this part of the property because we need to make the roads bigger, and he was just like, fuck you. Wow. <laughs> and that building's still there. Yeah. I did not realize it was as like skinny as that though. Like mm-hmm. see it all the time. Yeah, four feet wide. That's uh, almost five. Okay. Four feet eleven. It's like an inch off five feet.
2: Okay. Yeah.
0: So in nineteen twenty three. They removed the head tax on immigration. Yay! Instead, just all out banned immigration. Oh,
1: too soon. I celebrated too soon.
0: Okay. I waited. I paused. I knew that was coming. <laughs> um, from China. So apparently, from then till 1944, only f- 44 immigrants came into Canada. Wow. Yeah. Because I don't think it was. It still was considered the. What was it called? How many pages of notes? It was still called, like a. Rest- it was like a restriction act. Okay. But like
1: everyone called it a ban. The immigration, the Chinese immigration act, that one. Yeah. Okay. I was, it was listening.
0: A ban. Right. So like you know how like Trump was like it's just a mu- it's it's just an immigration ban and everyone was like or not ban what did he say it was like an immigration like restriction mm-hmm. but it was just a Muslim ban yeah same thing same thing cool we did it first not in proud of that 1923 so in 1949 Vancouver decided to just like start destroying all the tenant bed buildings hmm just they weren't chilled. vacant oh I mean I assume they were empty when they tore them down physically I hope so but
1: <laughs> but then again I wouldn't bet on
0: it Possible. but they like yeah anyway so we oh okay sorry I missed a thing so, in 1944, the act was removed, but it didn't actually come into effect in like 1947. Because after World War II, which side note, we had Japanese internment camps. Just saying. Yeah. Future episode. Cash, cash. Is that where the peony is? Hmm. Yeah. Don't know if you awesome. knew that. Did not. Um. The UN found that they would, the Immigration Act was unconstitutional, unconst, yeah, according to the UN Charter, which Canada signed, so they had to follow. Mm-hmm. So they repealed the act um, on May 14th, 1947.
1: Yeah, oh. a lot later than I would have thought.
0: Yeah. And I'm pretty sure this banned act... Yeah, this one. The banning of immigration. Guess what day of the year it happened on? Canada Day? Excellent. Yep. It happened on Canada Day. You know, it's cool. So yeah, they started tearing down tenant buildings. And that's why Canton Alley doesn't exist anymore. Oh, okay. But Shanghai does. In 1950, they like Chinatown, like the tenants, started moving into Strathcona, mm-hmm. which is the neighborhood right next door. And like oh. that neighborhood still exists. Do you want a coffee? i'm sorry it's just i think it's because it's warm in here oh yeah just <laughs> it just opens, opens the making door. me cozy that's fair
1: um
0: i might have to pee before you start i'm gonna
1: tell you right now okay that's fine my computer <coughs> will need like 10 minutes to boot up it's fine it's <laughs> okay.
0: slow i don't think it'll take <laughs> me 10 minutes to pee <laughs> i do have kidney problems but like not that bad okay. um yeah so they started moving into Strathcona, um which is like southeast vancouver um and then in 1958, the city was like, "We are redeveloping this area." Um, oh God, oh, that was dangerous. I'm so sorry. Um, I must just spilled wine all over my laptop. Um, so they wanted. They were, in their words, they were hoping to tear down and rebuild dilapidated which i need you to look at and is that how you spell dilapidated that is not how you spell dilapidated is it stated dilapidated isn't it dilapidated
1: no oh
0: i just can't speak English. <laughs> run down shitty buildings according to the city <laughs> and then in 1961 like the actual development began because you know it's the government and it takes them three years to start anything i feel like i'm just like really agitated to the government right now um, so they tore down 60, 60 blocks of buildings, displacing 300 Chinese residents, as well as, I'm sure, many others. Um, and then in 1965, because it took them four years to finish part one and even get started on part two and three, they tore down more and, well, maybe 60 blocks was total. Whatever. Anyway, I can't read my notes. But anyway, part two and three displaced 3,000 residents. Wow. And it's not like these people had places to go. They were just Mm -hmm. like, get out. Mm -hmm." We're tearing this building down. I don't know why I'm laughing.
1: Nervous laughter. Maybe.
0: It just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Um, Like 1965, like my dad was alive in 1965. He was 14. Yeah, that's crazy that we were that racist that recently so yeah in 1968 the Strathcona Property Owners and Tenant Association was created and that still exists like I see stuff for it in Vancouver it was created to fight back and they actually stopped this development Mm -hmm. and if you go my chair is squeaky Um, where was it I think it was like the Museum of Vancouver Mm mm-hmm they have this thing of because um, we are one of the only cities that don't have like major highways going through them part i mean we're a coast city mm-hmm. but they were going to and it was gonna go straight through strathcona wow and it was part of this development and they were like yep nope. and so they like made it stop it was like highly unusual to have your families in the city so this so that was like everything mm-hmm, timeline wise okay after that it hopefully got better i couldn't find anything about racism Okay, well, that's... Active government-based racism. That's good. I mean, I'm sure it's still active, but, like, I feel like Chinese are doing all right in the city now. Mm Mm-hmm. So, here's some fun things. It was unusual to have families. Uh, If you did, you were, chances are you were quite a well-off, like, businessman, like the guy who owned, um, the Sam Kiko. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, just because they could afford to actually bring their families over. It was a lot of men with their, without their families that worked in trade, just because the head tax was too expensive. In World War I, many Chinese men offered to enlist, but were denied because apparently it was a white men's war. I don't even know what to say to that. So they ended up going to other provinces because I guess other provinces didn't have those laws. I mean, you'd think that
1: they'd let them enlist and they'd be like, oh, we'll just put them as the cannon fodder at the front lines. Right?
0: But that makes more but sense I guess, to me. Like, back then, war was, like, still noble and, like... Yeah, all that kind of bullshit. Easier. Blah, blah, blah. Um, when they... Oh, God, I'm so sorry. I speak to my microphone. A lot of them were promised, like, to have human rights basically when they got back and mm-hmm. they were promised the ability to like vote and own land no didn't happen they just got back and saved bullshit fun fact you keep like... saying fun <laughs> like the nazis all chinese people were required to have photo id paper on them mm. at all times super and if you were found to not have it, you could be arrested because they would assume you were an illegal immigrant. Super duper. Never, Never thought I'd be talking about Canada and Nazis.
1: I need a pause. I need to check my blood
0: sugar. <laughs> okay, pause for Elizabeth's diabetes. And we're back. Key break. Not dying break. You are currently hearing Elizabeth. <laughs> Open. Open. An ice cream sandwich so she doesn't die. Thank you to Andrew's roommate
1: for the life saving ice cream sandwich.
0: Remember that one time you almost died?
1: This is like the opposite way of
0: almost dying. This is what we get when Haley feeds you jello shots and pino colada. Mm-hmm. That's what it was, right? Mm hmm. Yeah. Um. Okay. Also, my, my boyfriend and roommate are loners. Yeah. But may I? Oh my god, don't die! Okay, that's fine. Oh, I just. That was a big. I was too loud. I'm so sorry. I'm this far away from the boyfriend. <laughs> um, yeah, we came downstairs, and my bo- a friend was sitting on one side of the couch. And my roommate, well, one of them, was sitting on the other side of the couch. But I have a super couch. It's about 14 feet long. We measured. (laughs) Because I have two sectionals. They're the same type of sectional. And they're the kind that you can put, like, the lounge bit on either side of the couch. So we just connected them. (laughs) And now I have a super couch. Mm -hmm. So they were just sitting... With no light on in the living room, no TV, no nothing, no music, on either side of the couch, not talking to each other on their phones. Mm -hmm. If that doesn't say, like, friggin' antisocial bullshit. See, I have the sniffles, and I'm fine. But the more I get into the wine, I feel (laughs) the, like, Asian flush... Okay, so I
1: was researching a Vancouver-centric story, and I got very bored, so I ditched it. And, <laughs> and there was, was a theme, Elizabeth! <laughs> yeah, I know, but apparently nothing's really happening in Vancouver right now, which I know isn't true, but... <laughs> okay. So I decided to broaden it to be canada so I'm covering. That's very broad. I know. Canada is a very large country. <laughs> I'm gonna talk about a little bit about the upcoming federal election. Oh,
0: good. I can't Canada. vote.
1: You can't vote. I don't have because any you're right. Chinese. Yes, because I'm Chinese. We still don't have the. <laughs> still don't have the right to vote. Thank you. I forgot <laughs> the word. The
0: word is right.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um. No, I don't have any valid photo ID. The election's not for a couple weeks. You still have time.
1: When's the election? It's like the twenty first or the. Oh, I 24th. thought it was the
0: fourteenth. I didn't think. No, I had time. whatever
1: the Monday, is, the twenty first. Okay. So get on that. Yeah. Because as I'm about to explain, there's some people we do not want winning the election. Accurate,
0: accurate. Okay. I, I didn't realize. I thought you just needed photo ID. Apparently, you need legal photo ID with current proper. You don't address. have like a passport. No, no.
1: I guess your passport doesn't your have address. address. You can't use that in conjunction with something with your address? I don't know.
0: It just said you needed a no, photo ID. Cuz
1: they need to know which riding you're voting in. Yeah. So.
0: And like, I can't it's not like the bank where you just bring in a bill to mm-hmm. show your address. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, and I didn't update like my Services Card and BCID expired before I moved. Mm-hmm. So it's got my old address.
1: Okay. Well, um I suggest you take a trip to a Service Canada tomorrow and try and get something prior to the election. Yeah, I thought
0: it was in, like, four days. So I was like, yeah, I'm not getting IT that quickly.
1: No, you have... What are we at? Like, a week and a bit? One... Six business days. All
0: right. It can take up to two weeks, but all right. It's, it's, uh, I can try. You can, you can try. I wonder if they take, like, my passport and, like, you know how they give you the paper? Yeah, you'd have to look. Oh, yeah. Like, combine those two. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's technically, like, that counts as your legal mm-hmm. identification. I just yeah. need not have a picture. Because I'm oh. supposed to carry it on me instead of my services card. Right.
1: Okay. Well, good luck. Thank you. Okay. So, in case any of our listeners are not from Canada, we'll give a very, very brief description of how the canadian electoral system works in general
0: is that different than the sta- yeah ours yes. is different, ours is it different, the different states, than the right?
1: states yes we are technically still a constitutional monarchy we are not a republic i didn't get to vote on that i didn't get my package you didn't get to vote on the referendum i don't think i got a package on that either. when was that a year ago okay i don't know <laughs> That's right when I had moved I wonder if it didn't
0: go to my I don't know I thought it maybe went to my parents mm-hmm. But I moved like three times Okay, no. And I like l- I've changed my dress on like BC services Like you know how you just get the sticker mm-hmm. I've changed it on there And my parents still get my GST tax
1: You have to change it Just changing it there doesn't do it You have to do it like when you do your tax return You have to change your address Well fuck me it's gonna go to my <laughs> old house now Okay <laughs> So, Don't move four times in two years. No, don't do that. All right. So, a brief overview of the Canadian electoral system. There are ridings, which are geographic areas based on population, so a higher density riding will be smaller geographically than the rural ones. So, like, Vancouver has multiple ridings, whereas, like, Langley-Alderbrove is, like, it's one. Uh, one. Yeah. Like, Yeah, Burnaby has multiple, too. Uh, So the winning candidate in each writing becomes a member of parliament, and this collection of MPs is called the House of Commons. The party with the most MPs forms the government. If the party has over 50% of the seats, and there are 338 seats in Parliament, uh, then they form a majority government, and with less than 50%, they form a minority government, and it becomes more difficult for them to pass anything because they need... They're basically a useless government. government. Yes, they're basically a useless government. Yes, because they need to win support from the other parties to gain a majority to vote. It's a
0: popularity contest after that point.
1: Yes, and then the party with the second highest number of seats forms the official opposition. So currently, the Liberal government is has a majority government, and the Conservatives are the official opposition. So the Let's be main honest, parties... it's usually just a back-and-forth. Yes,
0: it is usually just a back-and-forth. And, and yes, our Prime Minister is currently... Justin Trudeau which the entire world seems to have taken yes. notice the most
1: handsome man in politics since yes. Barack Obama retired there was it, yes there was a president of a south american country and i can't remember which one it was but i remember that that man was also very beautiful but i can't remember who he is was he
0: fair cuz there's a lot of issues in south america right now
1: yeah i'm not i don't know anything about his politics i just remember him being hot <laughs> So I feel like that's how a lot of people think of like of Justin Trudeau. Yes. (laughs) Yes. They have no idea
0: what he believes in, but they're like, he's a handsome man and he's Canadian.
1: Just look at all those memes of Melania Trump ogling him and you'll see. Wait, there are memes of Melania (laughs) Trump? Yes. There's like multiple photos of Melania and Donald with Justin. And she's like making Google eyes at Justin and completely
0: ignoring Trump. Wait, what? (laughs) Yes. You'll need to I've look never them up later. seen this.
1: Okay. It's a thing.
0: <laughs> I mean, his wife is more pretty, but that's fine. Well, yes. And I don't mean Milani. I mean Justin Trudeau's wife. Oh, is gorgeous. Yes. She's
1: gorgeous, yes. yes. And, and their kids, kids are adorable. Mm-hmm. They dress up as stars. Yes. They're a cute family. So, yeah. So, the liberal liberal government is currently in power. They have a majority government. Uh, the leader and our prime minister is Justin Trudeau. They sit on the center left of the political spectrum. And in the past, this party has given us in Canada such things as universal health care, the Canada Pension Plan, Canada Student Loans, official bilingualism. They legalize same-sex marriage, euthanasia, cannabis, and reproductive choice. So the current official opposition, so the party with the second most seats is the Conservative Party. They sit on the center right of the political spectrum. Their leader is Andrew Scheer. I will talk about him in length, upcoming. <laughs> <laughs> I like to refer to him as the Canadian Mike Pence. <laughs> so, um, so the party generally claims to favor lower taxes, smaller government, more transfer of federal powers to provincial governments, and a tougher stance on law and order issues. The third, excuse me, I burped. Okay. I didn't hear it, so that helps. Okay, perfect. I just added that out. <laughs> um, no. No, <laughs> no. So the third biggest uh, party is the New Democrat Party or NDP.
0: Which did I tell you? I didn't know that's what NDP.
1: <laughs> oh, what did you think it stood for? you know. just didn't know okay that's
0: fine <laughs> until i was like a week ago cbc has like a breakdown oh of, like, yes yes i will ideas. reference this yeah yeah and then it was like new democrat party and i was sitting at work i'd finish and i we get a staff meal and i was sitting there eating and i just go oh <laughs> and my co like what i'm like ndp stands for new democrat party <laughs> <laughs> uh, was unaware
1: okay fine. So uh, the Perfect. current leader, he's a newer leader to the party, is uh, Jagmeet Singh. He's this, this writing. writing. This writing? Mm-hmm. Jagmeet Singh? Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, and so the party itself sits to the left of the liberals on the political spectrum. So they're often referred to as socialist. I wouldn't necessarily go that far, but they do definitely lean more, more. towards socialism than the liberals do. Which,
0: Which I did not know that, know. that oh, the okay. prime minister has a riding oh yes yeah, yeah i didn't know that yeah. i thought he was just the leader and no. then everybody else had riding nope
1: they have to win their
0: riding too oh mm-hmm. yeah because where my home is because i was, i was very confused because the signs that people don't know that they're mm-hmm. like vote for this party mm-hmm. um say so jag jagmeet sim sing yeah. yeah yeah i know his name yep um and i was like oh that's cool but then like everyone keeps talking about <laughs> who should be prime minister and i was like do they just have the same name? Am I being racist?
1: <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. Don't quote me on this. I'm, But I'm pretty sure that um, the leaders of the party or whoever they want to be the prime minister, they'll typically put in a writing that they're pretty sure is going to win that party, even if it's not necessarily where that person lives. So, so wait, what's Justin Trudeau's writing? I think his is in Ontario somewhere. Um, I'm pretty sure that Andrew Shears is in Alberta. Why is Justin Trudeau's in
0: Ontario? I mean, I don't know for sure, but I think it is. That's so stupid. Why? He's a PC. He's a Vancouver
1: boy. Is he? Yeah. Did I not know that? He's from Vancouver. Oh, okay. He's taught some of my friends. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right, because he was a teacher. Yeah. Okay. Well, I can look into that. Um. So then there are the parties that are... So they're major parties in Canada, although they don't actually hold a lot of seats in Parliament, so technically, none of the following parties are official parties, because you need to have at least 12 seats in Parliament to be considered an official party, otherwise you get treated as an independent. The Bloc Québécois. Oh, fuck. Yes. (laughs) So their current leader is Yves-Francois Blanchet, and this party is considered... A federal party national party i don't really know why why they get so much coverage because they only run in quebec because literally all they're about is quebec nationalism and sovereignty that is that's fucking it that's
0: yeah i remember when we were kids they were trying to like leave yes oh yes many times they've like let it go a bit since then Mm -hmm. but i remember when we were kids it was like a vote in the referendum. Why well, I remember this because it was irrelevant to me, but I remember they were like vote in the referendum, whether like Quebec would leave mm-hmm. and then whether Quebec would have its own like monetary mm-hmm. money. I remember that. But yeah, it's basically every so often they pop their head up and they're like, we want to be our own country. Yes, which is. But not be separate from Canada. Yeah, it's there's
1: a lot of problems with that. Yeah, so I think that they currently have 10 seats in Parliament. They used to be a much stronger power. I think they've been the official opposition in the past, um, but not so much recently in... I think two elections ago, the NDP won a lot of seats in Quebec that the Bloc Québécois had traditionally held, and they've not had as much power since then. Uh, So then there's the Green Party. They have two seats in Parliament right now. One is their leader, Elizabeth May, and the other one... Okay. I was like, are you clapping for Elizabeth May? Do we really like her? Yes. So, and then... No, I don't really care about the Green (laughs) Party. And then their second seat was actually won recently in a by-election in Nanaimo Ladysmith. So I believe that both of their seats are in BC, which is not surprising at all. No, I'm pretty sure most people associate them with weed, so. Yeah, even though that's not really what they're about (laughs) at all. (laughs) But, you know. They are proponents of non-violence, social justice, sustainability, respect for diversity, and ecological wisdom. I mean, their biggest thing is the environment, but they also yeah. have a couple
0: other. Points. Which, like, I feel like when they first started was, like, mm-hmm. like they were, like, a party that cares about the environment? Mm-hmm. What like, nonsense is this? Where are your economic <clears throat> policies? <laughs> like, what is this? And now it's, like... And, I mean, they've
1: definitely evolved because I think that that's what they started is they only cared about the environment, so that's why nobody would vote for them. But now they actually do have some... Opinions on statistics. actually other, is-
0: other issues like health, but well, like also and- they had to because like other parties, like they had to start caring about the environment biomark- mm-hmm. if they ever
1: want to stand a chance of actually forming a government, which
0: not in our lifetime, especially considering like millennials are the ones voting now. The mm-hmm. other parties had to mm-hmm. step up their game. Mm-hmm. We are discerning.
1: Then there is the newest party, <laughs> I just learned
0: about this party.
1: Yes, they were formed just over a year ago, the People's
0: Party of Canada. Remember when people used to be like, the Conservatives are the Republicans of Canada, and people were like, mm, not really. Not really. Now we have Republicans of yeah. Canada.
1: <laughs> Republican slash Libertarian. I've got a little more detail on them a bit they later. Me laugh. Yeah, so I'd like to talk a little bit about the Conservative Party's leader, Andrew Scheer
0: and um why he's terrible so i feel bad though because like a lot of albertans were like i mean okay so i live in a household three of them are for alberta including my boyfriend and a lot of them were like really upset they straight up think harper was a good prime minister not these boys these boys don't give a fuck but like but albertans in general nathan's dad oh okay he doesn't hear this Uh, (laughs) um I kind of
1: doubt it, but you know.
0: Yeah. Um, Like, he straight up thinks Harper was a good prime minister.
2: He was like,
0: well, I shouldn't say that. I don't think he thinks Harper was a good prime minister for like the whole country, but he's like, he did so much good for Alberta, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. And now. I think because, like, they were so favored because of the oil industry and stuff. Mm-hmm, and now they're not. Because, like, yeah. it's no, going to yeah.
1: Yes, exactly. Which is why they're trying to push pipelines through and why they, again, will want the Conservative Party to win because the Conservative Party has said that they will push through the pipeline.
0: Yeah. The Trans Mountain so Pipeline if they win. They just so. don't like being out of favor now, mm-hmm. basically, is what I've gotten from talking to them. Mm-hmm. And it's really annoying because it sounds like they're just going to vote conservative because yeah. they want to be the favorite favorite child again whereas like right now they're like everyone's just giving to BC because they just like think the environment is so important blah 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 newsflash the environment is important (laughs) and like well they agree on that but like I don't know I think they I think BC is currently like the favorite child right now, even though like I don't see any of that. But I don't that's know. Fine. I feel
1: like we're a little bit the black sheep because our provincial government is stopping the Trans Mountain pipeline from coming through. Yeah. So.
0: Which like. Ottawa's not super happy with us. No, no, not at all. I feel like they were like, "You were our favorite child. How, How could you? Why you burn? Burn? betraying your parents? Yeah. Um. I slightly agree with them. I mean, the whole point of the pipeline is to update our stuff so that it doesn't leak because we can't. I
1: mean, they might say that and it might be partially true, but it's also to increase the flow of oil. So, yeah. Which
0: sucks. Yes, definitely. It's a twofold. It's a twofold. It's mm-hmm. a twofold. Mm-hmm. But, like, people are like, we should be switching to electric. And it's like, even if the government was switching to electric, they still need to make sure the oil coming through is safe mm-hmm. until we are done using gasoline cars. Yes. Which won't be for a little while. No, right? So it's like, if they were like, this is going to make the mechanisms. That's not a word. Mechanisms? Uh, yeah, mechanisms. Like, safer. Like, I get it sucks for right now, and, like, the idea of it long-term is, like, brutal, but, like, oh, no. some people are just, like, are against every pipeline. Mm-hmm. I'm like, but if we just replace the one we have?
1: If we just replace the one we had. Yeah, but they're, yeah, they're yeah, wanting like, money. Tw- yeah, yeah. So, so um, Andrew Shear. Current leader of the party. I believe I don't he's want to been hear the leader. Him. he makes me angry. <sighs> no, that's why I need to talk about him. <laughs> I need to get this rant into the world. Okay, wait. Not me... that I'm trying to defame anyone or anything. Don't sue us.
0: No. You just need to pour more wine before you start this. Okay, fair enough. Do you want more wine? No, thank you. <laughs> I need this. <laughs> You're about to make me angry with this. I, I know. know you are. I know. I know. it's not your fault, but it makes me upset. Okay.
1: Okay, so um, I believe he became the part leader of the Conservative Party in 2017. And while he was campaigning for the leadership of the party, he claimed that he, should he be made Prime Minister, would be able to balance the budget within two years. However... He's never revealed anything about his plans to do so. So, yes. Yeah. He has shown support for the Campaign Life Coalition, which is a lobby group in Canada that is against abortion and medical assistance in dying. So, super great. He has some concerning views on gun control, (laughs) namely, he wants less gun control essentially. So he wants to change the background checks from being valid for five years to being valid for a lifetime.
0: Because things don't change over yeah, no, your lifetime. Yeah, no, like, time.
1: definitely. Like, I, yeah. Five five years is already a long five time. Five years is already a long time. Mm-hmm. You could You could commit many a crime in five years. Let alone your lifetime. Yeah,
0: exactly. How many crimes do you think we'll have committed by the time we die? Yeah, well, I mean, personally, I hope none. <laughs> I'm mean, I a goody-two-shoes, so...
1: You've
0: been bad. Okay. <laughs> you drink underage. Shh. <laughs> We're 27. We can say it now. We're old. The statute of limitations. Yeah, it's been more than 10 that. years. So it has to be, right? I don't know. Oh, what are they going to do? Arrest us now? As I sit here and drink my wine? Dear God, I hope not.
1: Fine. No one will hear this anyways. Uh, he opposes a long gun registry, which is fine. They've kind of scrapped that because there was huge backlash to that. And he, but he opposes the proposed ban on handgun ownership. So I think that guns is one of the issues I'll talk about in a little bit. He supports Brexit, so you know.
0: I mean, sure. I don't know enough about Brexit. Yeah, I don't really know. I mean, I know that it's uh, probably going to be a problem for them. But sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley's our friend who lives in England. Yes.
1: He opposes a nonpartisan Senate, but instead would appoint a conservative conservative senators that share his views and would pass his bills. So so basically
0: he was like, I want my friends to mm-hmm. agree mm-hmm. on the things I want.
1: Yes, I want this secondary body that is supposed to have a neutral view on the laws we're passing have the same views as me, so I'll pass them. So basically the Supreme Court in the States. Yes, exactly. Or the Senate in the States. Good. Yeah. Um, okay, so he is pro-life. Oh. Good. Yep. Yeah. But he has stated that he will respect the Conservative Party's official policy on abortion, which currently states quote, a conservative government will not support any legislation to regulate abortion, which is all well and good until he decides to change the policy when he's prime minister to fall more in line with his antiquated views.
0: But, like, I don't understand people who say that. Like, not just him. Like, any prior life. Mm Mm-hmm. Where they're like, I don't want to impose on your choices, but you have to choose what I choose. Yes. So, like, (laughs) if you agree with me... I won't impose my view on you, but if you don't agree with me... I'm definitely going to. <laughs> hmm Like, um, how is that an argument? So,
1: ironically, he has accused the Liberal government of imposing the Prime Minister's views on upholding women's rights and women's reproductive rights when faith groups apply for funding for summer job programs. So, it's cool if he imposes his views on people, but... But Justin Trudeau can't.
0: Okay, wait. So, so what is he
1: saying? They did it. So he's saying, from what I can understand, he's saying that, um, I guess faith-based groups aren't getting funding from the government because they're not because they're not, um, pro-choice. I believe I would have to do some more research. This is from Wikipedia. It was really okay, brief. You have, you have to do more.
0: research. That's fine. But okay. like, what's his research?
1: What. What's his research? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't where know where is he, he getting his. his numbers I don't know where from. he's getting his numbers from. I'd I like would to love see that. To know
0: that because, like, I don't see the government just being like. It's, it's not, not like, like Justin Trudeau came into power and was like, mm-hmm. "No money for you, no money for you, no money for you, money for all the labor groups that are all hippies." Yes. So
1: yes, exactly. <laughs> I don't really know. I don't know what people were denied funding. I don't know. I have no idea. But he's claiming that. The government is imposing their views on people, which like, kind of what governments do. I don't
0: know. <laughs> It's literally what governments do. Also, he has said that's what he's going to do.
1: Yeah. Well, so he, in the past, has voted against women's rights to choose, but he's saying that should he be prime minister, he would not reopen the issue, but I don't believe him. No, no. I don't either. Because politicians lie all the time. Yes. So,
0: um... And that's not, that's not like, a bipartisan... Part- no, that's not, not a... a- Biased statement. No, that is that's a, just true on both sides of the <laughs> line yes, yes,
1: exactly. There are things that Justin Trudeau has promised he would do that he hasn't done yet either. Yes. So no, that's Isn't not acknowledged limited the fact that they're basically just the face of a party and they don't they actually have that much power? power. Yes. Well, will we, we get, get to that? that? um uh, Maybe we'll see. It wasn't in my notes, but we could talk about that. So yeah, yeah basically, I mean, they are the face of the party. But the party is supposed to vote with the leader. They're supposed they to do. fall in line. Assuming they do. But they're supposed to fall in but
0: line. But, like, like, even with, with Justin Trudeau and, like, let's be honest, honest, Barack Obama, like, they got up there because they are who the... They, like, half the battle to becoming the leader of a party is the party knowing what the general public will vote for. Mm-hmm. And, like, they will go for a handsome, young, charming guy, but like 80% of these parties are still all white dudes. Yes,
1: well, in it's a little bit different in Barack Obama's case because in the United States, the public actually votes for the leader who will run for president, whereas in Canada, the party votes. But the party
0: still puts forward the people
1: they can vote between, don't they? The part, no, well, I don't know exactly how it works, but I know the party itself votes amongst itself for the leader. And I assumed that they could propose people or that people could say, like, hey, I
0: want to run. Yeah. But yeah. Because I know for sure here, it's like like they don't have, they have like this much more power <laughs> than everyone else. Yes. And um, by this, everyone, I'm holding my fingers about two inches apart. Yes.
1: Um, he has previously opposed Bill C-14, which allows for medical assistance in dying um, euthanasia in other terms. So, um, I work in healthcare, so that's a very... Yeah, so we both do. So, medical assistance in dying is important. People suffer. And people have terrible diseases. So, yeah, so opposed medical assistance in dying. So that's, that's not cool. I don't like that.
0: Which, like, currently, like, they have to jump jump through through a bunch of hoops. They do already have to jump through a
1: bunch of hoops. There is, like, you have to request it, you have to be evaluated by multiple doctors, um, you have to consent multiple times, and then they, like, reassess you, like, closer to the date, they reassess you, like, on the same day, like, it is a long process, like, people have applied for it, and they've died waiting to get approved, like, it's, it's funny, but it's sad, (laughs) yes, so, um, so he has said that under his government, universities or colleges that do not foster a culture of free speech and inquiry on campus will not receive federal funding, But this seems to be an excuse to defund universities based on his ideologies. Because in response to the University of Toronto not opening up space to an event hosted by the Canadian Nationalist Party, he said that he respects the right for universities to determine which outside groups they give a platform to, and that's within their purview, and that his policy would be based on an objective set of criteria. He was asked by a cabinet member, Kirsty Duncan, if a university like St. Paul blocking a film on abortion would fit his criteria, and he said no. So basically, it's totally cool if a university doesn't allow one of his competing parties to use their space, but that culture of free speech and inquiry doesn't include information on abortion, because that doesn't fit with his personal faith-based views.
0: Okay, but most universities will hold space for lots of different views. Mm -hmm. like even ones that probably shouldn't get space mm-hmm. like even at UBC I'm pretty sure they like they have stuff that I'm like mm, mm-hmm. I don't know if that should be happening <laughs> but like that's the point of university mm-hmm. like, it it's the point of post secondary
1: mm-hmm. it's yeah people expressing different views finding what fits for them so yeah apparently it's totally cool for a university to deny a political party from coming in but but it's not but they wait Hold on. So he thinks it's okay for a uh, university to deny this political party from using their space, but he would support... Wait, hold on. Maybe this doesn't make sense. Maybe we should cut that out.
0: Now I'm confused. (laughs) No, I know. You mean, he's saying that, like, it's okay to, like, block people he doesn't agree with, Mm -hmm. but an (laughs) Mm anti-abortion rally or talk or whatever the fuck you want to call it Mm -hmm. is okay. Yeah. Exactly. Which doesn't make sense. No. Like, who cares? If they're talking and they're civil, like, the point of going to post secondary is to challenge yourself and learn and expand your viewpoints.
1: Mm-hmm. So, um, he's also previously opposed same sex marriage. However, okay. he has said that as the leader of the Conservative Party, which currently has no consensus on the issue, that he will not try to reopen the debate. Debate. Don't believe that. No. No. He's against love. Yeah. So um, he also describes himself as a feminist and advocates for... How? Yeah. Advocates for a gender diverse senior team, which is hilarious considering he, as I previously mentioned, that he is against women having the right to choose to have an abortion. So healthcare. Yeah. So, you know, he's a feminist except when it comes to letting women decide what they want to do with their own fucking bodies. Totally makes sense. Essentially, this man who is currently... Campaigning to be our next prime minister is against human rights. So, and no matter how many times he's saying, Oh, well, I won't reopen the issue because, you know, the party doesn't have a consensus. When he's fucking prime minister and if he gets a fucking majority government, they can do whatever the fuck they want. Yes. Because I know, I should have looked him up. I know there's a little shit, young, conservative MP. He's like maybe in his 20s. And I he's know like, what you're talking about. Yes, and he's like against women's rights and same sex. And I'm like, what the fuck you're like you're in your 20s like what the fuck yeah, like 22 or something like right? what the fuck a how did you win a fucking seat when you're 22 years old and b what the fuck is wrong with you that you're that young This video of him in like, like parliament I'm yes sure. yes standing up and railing against either abortion. women's rights or yeah abortion or same sex marriage something so yeah so the conservative party i'm not gonna say that every policy the conservative party has is bad because like the party as a whole isn't. Yeah, the party itself is not necessarily bad. Um, you know, I'm not necessarily opposed to, like, conservative fiscal policies. It's the conservative, the socially conservative aspects that are concerning. Yeah.
0: So, um. They've done good in the past, like, as a party.
1: Yes. Yeah, and I'm not saying that the Liberal Party is perfect either, but. I don't know. But. Sorry. At least. <laughs> at least they support women's rights so you know it's a the bar
0: is low people The bar is the bar low
1: oh uh, okay so um let's talk a little bit about the people's party of canada so they are new you to want this to break year's it up with election happy
0: hmm? yeah you know <laughs> you don't want to break it up with something happy mm, no <laughs> i mean mine was about racism and death the whole time so yeah like that's fair this
1: is just depressing all around. So, um, yeah, so they're new to this year's election. They were founded in 2018 by the current leader, Maxime Bernier. Okay. He formed the party several weeks after his resignation from the Conservative Party, mm-hmm. which he stated was due to the party being, quote too intellectually and morally corrupt to be reformed he said that the party had abandoned their principles under the new leader andrew Shear, whom he lost the leadership bid to so sore loser much the party has some very uh, interesting ideas and <laughs> that is um the most gentle way of putting that yeah. So so interesting that the Libertarian Party leader said he'd be interested in merging parties, but Bernier declined. Bernier said he formed the party to focus on disaffected voters who wanted a change from traditional parties. So despite being barely a year old, the party will run as a national party with candidates in all 338 writings. And uh regarding the <laughs> parties
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know do- the tablets singing. <laughs> Regarding the party's ideological stance, Bernier has said that the party is neither left-wing nor right-wing, but rather the difference between being free and not free.
0: But in terms of real words, they're (laughs) (laughs) right-wing. Yeah, they're, okay. very, they're right, very right. right. right
1: anyway. I thought that we would now go into a few of what I consider to be important issues in the upcoming election and what the uh, different parties. Are you reading on their them. quotes from the CB I am, thing? I'm basically
0: just copy and pasted from the C B C article. It's a is, if anyone like needs a solid breakdown of all the parties to, like, bare minimum, so you can just make an opinion and a vote. And I'm not saying, like, leaning towards any specific party. Like, it's very, like, unbiased. Mm-hmm. Yes. Go to, just, like, Google, it's, like, CBC...
1: Oh, I still have the web page open. It is uh, 2019 Party Platforms.
0: Yeah, if you look up, like, I think I Googled, like, CBC Party comparisons or something like that mm-hmm. like it was just to like it was something along the lines and it was like the second one down but mm-hmm. it's cbc
1: yeah so they've got uh they've got a bunch of different uh, topics carbon tax child care climate change deficits education guns health care housing immigration indigenous jobs, manufacturing, NAFTA, pipeline, seniors, small business, taxes, technology, and transportation. And they've got a little blurb on what each of the parties' views are. And then they also have an analysis underneath about uh, what the CBC News correspondent thinks the significance is and how it's going to affect okay, the so that campaign. Might,
0: that might be a little biased.
1: Potentially, but the blurbs themselves are not. Yes. So, carbon tax. Carbon tax has been implemented to hopefully alleviate some of the greenhouse gases. Oh, it's singing to us again. Um, so, to things to do. the Liberal Party, currently in power, has already implemented a minimum carbon price of $20 per ton to be increased by $10 a year until 2022. And I mean, they...
0: let's be honest, everyone hates it. It makes gas really fucking expensive. Yes, it does. But we're also trying to like feed off of gas. Like we're trying to or weed. Wean. We're trying to wean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: okay. so the thought behind it is that by increasing the price of gas, people will, you know, turn to more sustainable options, which mm, the merits is debatable and the effectiveness of the policy is debatable. So the hope. Yes. But that is the underlying principle. They also imposed a carbon tax on businesses and individuals in provinces with no federally approved carbon price plan so like bc we have our own which is why our fucking gas is so goddamn expensive yeah um, so we
0: don't have to follow theirs because we already had one i before, believe right? so yes because bc had we have like, a very that's why aggressive plan because like they were all like they all started bitching in the last like couple years and i'm like wait is this, this new yeah like we've had it for like since as long as we've been driving almost yes
1: yeah definitely maybe even a little
0: bit longer yeah. so yeah so at
1: least 10 years so and in those provinces they're giving carbon tax rebates to most residents. Several provinces have tried to challenge the carbon tax in court but without success so far.
0: Except for BC got one got rid of one of their rebates. Oh, super cuz there used to be a uh, tax incentive to um take transit. Mhm. So oh, yes, yes.
1: Yeah. Uh that was I believe gotten rid of by the federal government. I don't think it was BC. Well, it was stupid. I agree.
0: Because it was, like, one of the only things keeping me from, like, not owing money and then it disappeared. Yeah. And I owed a grand.
1: <laughs> oh, God. It's okay. The only reason I didn't owe money is because I bought a fucking house, so I got to claim the new homeowner tax credits, so, but, you know, well, I had like, to spend a shit of ton of money for that. credit? I know, like, exactly. When they're trying to, like, entice people to
0: use transit. Yeah. Like, and it wasn't a lot. I think I just got... Back, like the cost of my bus path.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so the Conservative Party thinks that the tax is ineffective and have vowed to repeal it. And they would leave it up to provinces to decide if they want a carbon tax. But they do promise to reduce carbon emissions by investing in green technology, funded in part by polluters who fail to meet new standards. However, they've been unable to explain how this will be more effective than a carbon tax. Fair. Yeah. So the NDP are in favor of continuing with the carbon tax rebates. However, they want to crack down more on heavy emitters, and they want those with the most emissions to have the most burden, and they would change the requirements uh, slightly for industrial emitters. So that's good. Yes. I like that. The Bloc Québécois wants an even more severe carbon tax than the Liberals implemented, proposing $30 a ton on greenhouse gases in provinces where emissions per capita are higher than average to increase to $200 a ton by 2030. However, these changes wouldn't apply in greener provinces like Quebec. Okay. Shocking. So, was Quebec a greener province? Yeah, I know. I don't really know. I'd have to go like, that. Like, I'm not saying they're not. No, but... But, like, how? Yeah. They're huge. They're one of the most densely populated... They're, I think, second highest in population next to Ontario. Also, I watched so. a documentary of Canada. Uh-huh. Did you watch that? It's, it's like, I think it's literally just called Canada. Okay. And it's some,
0: like, famous director who was like, I want to show the country I'm from. So he did this documentary about Canada, and he's interviewing this girl from Quebec who looks, like, 24, mm-hmm. in, like, a full gown, like, looks like she's part of her pageant or just came from, like, Ball or some fancy shit.
1: And mm-hmm. she's sitting in a
0: park, smoking. And then at the end of the documentary, like, she's, she's one of the interviews consistent
1: through. They tell you she's 13. Oh my god. I know!
0: That's horrifying. I, know. I don't remember what the documentary is called. Okay, well.
1: So, the Green Party, not surprisingly, support the carbon tax. They said it's one of the cornerstones of their party. But it's not sufficient to meet the targets of the Paris Accord, which... A uh, leader, Elizabeth May, hopes to double mm. the wow. the People's Party <laughs> plans to scrap the carbon tax, citing an increased cost for businesses. Yep, that's the point. That's because mm-hmm. they're the ones producing the carbon. Yes. Um, and the threat of job losses. Nope, because they'll still have jobs for people. So they plan to let provinces reduce emissions through their own programs. Quote, if they want to. End quote. Yeah.
0: So um. What? I feel like that's a lot of their opinion. Yes.
1: We don't uh, want to do yes. it. A running theme through the whole People's Party is, mm, I don't think that's important. We'll let the provinces do it. So basically, he wants to be in power, but he doesn't want to do any fucking work. Yes. One of the only things he'd said he would use his federal power for is to push through the pipeline. Yes. So, good. Good, good. Does he have
0: money invested in the pipeline? Probably. <laughs> Who knows? Who He's a rich white man, so... I mean, not real, not real. We just... We not try to slander. anyone. We're <laughs> not trying we to slander just, anyone. <laughs> we just judging. It's fine. Don't we're sue just, us. Don't we're, sue us. No. We don't have a lawyer. Don't <laughs> sue us.
2: <laughs>
1: okay. So, um... Climate change. So, liberals plan to phase out coal power, which I didn't realize we still had fucking coal power in Canada. I think it's like
0: far north and, like, okay. super, um, is not the right word, um, rural, rural, yeah, okay. um, and, like, I think yeah. some, like, factories, okay. like, it, yeah, in Spruce Grove, they have a coal research plant, mm-hmm. and, like, they have a couple of the stacks that burn, but the point is to, like, research how to use coal for cleaner power, okay, so there's that, uh, okay,
1: So, yeah, so they plan to phase out coal power by 2030 to help exceed the Paris Agreement's carbon emission reduction targets, which, by the way, Justin, I will say, so it doesn't seem like I'm completely biased, uh, Justin Trudeau... They haven't met it, right? No, he promised very aggressive uh, Paris Agreement targets, and he has yet to meet them. He is very far from meeting them. again bothers me that people say he when it's his okay. party well yes but her. he's he's the figurehead so i'm going to refer to him
0: yes so. but like when people are like he hasn't done anything no they, it be is honest.
1: the whole government oh god please Sorry, be
0: justin okay um and he
1: has pledged they have pledged net zero emissions by 2050 they want to end inefficient fossil fuel subsidies and protect a quarter of Canada's natural land and ocean habitats by 2025. Mm-hmm. And they plan to create an agency for clean water, ban some single-use plastics, and plant 2 billion trees over 10 years. So that's fun. Um, the concern- I know you just said 2 billion,
0: but mm-hmm. like that doesn't seem a lot.
1: Considering how big Canada is and how yeah. many fucking trees we could fit here? Yeah. And
0: over 10 years. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. if you said 2 billion and, like... Two to five years, I'd be mm-hmm. like, ooh. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's pretty no good. Like if every person planted a tree, I think we could plant how many people live in Canada? Um, only like thirty million. Okay, if everyone planted three trees, which is still very
1: plausible. I mean that's only ninety million, that's not close to a billion.
0: If everyone planted <laughs>
1: six, six like a hundred trees. 100 trees. <laughs>
0: Okay, if everyone planted three trees, we would get like a tenth of the way in the for government. But if everyone planted three trees for like every year, or even five trees, mm-hmm. like every year. We would beat that 10-year mark, I'm I am still not sure if that math works. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not a math. Actually, that's a lie. We met in, one of the classes we met in was math honors, so I can't say that, but, like, it's fine. <laughs> it's been a long
1: time since math honors. Oh, God. Math mm-hmm. honors. It's fine. Um, so the Conservative Party is committed to meeting the Paris Agreement targets, um, mm-hmm. but as mentioned before, they would ax the carbon tax. They're proposing to replacing the policy taxing heavy emitters with requirements that they invest in clean technology or research, and they want to launch a green technology patent tax credit for businesses. The NDP want to cut greenhouse gas emissions by to 450 megatons by 2030. And to do this, they would spend $15 billion retrofitting buildings and creating a climate bank to invest in renewable energy and clean technology. They want to introduce a single-use plastics ban by 2022 and boost support for communities hit by natural disasters. I don't... 2022 seems a little ambitious for single-use plastic
0: ban. That's, uh... What is that? What is that? Oh, that's a year away. Fuck. Not even. Well, no. Like, two years away. Oh, 2022. I heard yeah. 2020.
1: No. Not... Because, like, wow. Not
0: a couple months from now. Yeah, no, 2022 is too soon. Yeah. I'd be very impressed if that happened, because, mm-hmm. like... That'd be great. Do you know what this grocery store is called? I don't remember what it's called, but it's a grocery
1: store. It's a No No waste
0: grocery store? I believe I've heard of it. You have to bring, like, your own containers Mm -hmm. and stuff? Yeah. A lady yelled at me at the restaurant. BTW, I work two jobs. (laughs) It's Vancouver. Um, (laughs) You don't live in Vancouver. You You live far away. I live in the Burbs. Um, Because people bring, like, their own takeaway Mm -hmm. containers. But, like, we're not allowed to bring their containers into the kitchen. Of course, it's a food food safe safe issue. Yeah, yeah. it's food safe. Which, like, most people don't have a problem. Like, most people will just order food, put it in their containers, and go. And, like, we'll just put it on the plate. Mm -hmm. This lady yelled at us because we wouldn't take her dish to the back. Like, we wouldn't pack her stuff for her. Mm -hmm. Because she was trying to, like... It wasn't like she ordered food and then ate some of it and then packed the rest. Mm-hmm. Which, like, do whatever you want. It's already come out. It's contaminated. It's whatever. Mm-hmm. She wanted to, like, order food to go and have them make it and put it into the container. Which, like, yeah. we can't do. No. The owner ended up talking to, like, um, the health inspector and stuff. And apparently, if as long as they're okay with us running it through our dishwasher,
2: mm-hmm. we can,
0: like, do it. Okay. But we can't just, like... But she was so angry. She was like, how dare you? Like, I'm trying to save the environment. And we're like, cool, well, we're trying to food safe loss. But you would
1: have just put it on, like, a rewashable
0: plate or yeah. whatever and had her dump like, it into
1: her own. The waste
0: of water. Okay. But I've also had a girl show up with a straight-up pot. Like, a soup pot. <laughs> and she's just, like, ordered a pho to go and, like, just dumped it in there. Just, can but you just also, cook it in this pot and I'll take it? <laughs> but, like, no, because she was taking it to go to oh, have, really? like at a later time because I I think her dad's sick she's like a neighbor okay and so it was for him and they weren't going to eat it till later so she had lunch ordered him a pho like dumped it in this pot (laughs) so it wouldn't waste
1: like dishes she could just store it (laughs) which is smart that makes sense yeah
0: but like yeah 2022 tangent aside yeah 2022 Mm -hmm. Um,
1: so the Green Party is obviously committed to meeting Paris targets and oh sorry sorry I'm on the block, but not, not green yet. I should have moved my headings down. Um, so the block is committed <laughs> to meeting Paris targets, um, and examining exceeding them. They oppose the building of pipelines or investing in fossil fuel projects To and promise to cut subsidies within 100 days post-election. Uh, to use the money saved on subsidies to promote clean energy. And they want Quebec to have a veto power over any pipeline that would run through the province.
0: Shocking. Shocking. But, like, also, side note, I feel like I've given you a lot of side notes. I'm so sorry. It's okay.
1: I want it to be done recording by 9, and I feel like we're close to not hitting that, but that's fine.
0: How much more do you have? Um, not too much. How are we still funding fossil fuel research? I know! Why are there <laughs> subsidies for that? Like, what the fuck? Like, I agree with that one. Stop yes. funding that. Yes. We, if we, like, we're not going to find a cleaner way to use fossil fuel. No. Just They dirty. They dirty. They dirty. Okay.
1: So, uh, okay, now I'm on the green party. So, they aim to reduce emissions by 60% below 2005 levels by 2030, which is double Canada's current Paris Agreement targets, and hit net zero emissions by 2050. They would ban fracking, which... I don't really know what it is, but it's a fun word. And I think it's some sort of oil extraction. Yeah, they, like, literally fracture the ground. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. Um, And the import of foreign oil and oppose fossil fuel projects. They would also end fossil fuel subsidies uh, within one year. Um, Okay, so the People's Party. My favorite. Yes. My favorite. Bernier acknowledges climate change is happening. Which we need to clarify is not
0: Bernie. Sorry? Bernier. Bernier. Bernier.
1: Yes, not Bernie Sanders. Bernie is Ber- lovely. Bernie acknowledges climate change is happening, but he isn't convinced that humans play a role. Sure, because <laughs> my favorite song. I know. Um... I don't know how. I don't know how you can believe both.
0: I like. I remember reading this, and I was like, "Oh, this is a new party," and like they have some decent ideas. And like reading through, and then I got to. The, I think this is like the first one. <laughs> It's, like, the second one down on the page, yeah. No, but it's, like, the first one on, the CBC page that, like, is Is ridiculous. It's not the second one down. It's, like, three or four. Because I remember reading a couple and, like, being, like, oh, I don't really care. But, like, Mm -hmm. generic answers. Because some of them were, like, they don't have an opinion. Uh Uh-huh. And I got to this one and I'm, like, I'm sorry, what?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. He has said that he would do, quote, nothing. Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to address climate change and leave it to the private sector to find solutions. Because it's not like that. it's not like the private sector is the reason that we have climate change or anything.
0: I mean not that the, they're not the sole reason. Not the sole but, reason like,
1: but they're very large contributors yes to it. So like if it was um, up to them I think
0: they would do nothing.
1: Yeah. Um he would also withdraw from the Paris Accord. Which is bullshit. And get rid of green subsidies and ditch quote unrealistic greenhouse gas emission targets.
0: Which is bullshit. Yes. Do you see yes. how much of this wine I've drinking? Are you telling me.
1: Yes. This glass was full. <laughs> yes. So for some reason I wrote education in my heading, but then I'm talking about guns, so
0: <laughs> guns. <laughs> education wasn't that important. I wrote <laughs>
1: Um, it's pretty generic. Yeah. So, I don't know why this is a big issue in this election. I thought Canada was pretty good on the whole gun control thing. I but mean, apparently... everyone's pretty in
0: agreement. Hmm. Everyone's pretty well. in agreement. Except, well. just skip everyone else. So,
1: it... I will say so. Andrew Sheer, so a Conservative Party, is strongly against a handgun ban, arguing that it punishes lawful gun owners. So, some of the other parties. They're not proposing an all-out ban, but they want to give municipalities the power to ban handguns within their municipality. And, like, more restrictions and stuff, right? So, the current restrictions... You can own a handgun. However, the only place you can use a handgun is at a legal gun range. So I don't personally understand why anyone needs to own a handgun because you can't use it unless you're at the range. So why don't we just have ranges where you can rent them? Because that costs more money. But it wouldn't because guns are expensive. I mean, I guess. But, like... So, unless you're going and shooting it, like, every goddamn day, renting True. it once in a while is not going to run you more money. And then you can shoot different kinds of handguns instead of whatever the one you own
0: is. I'm <laughs> sorry, I'm doing great just- <laughs> um, I'm sitting here like... <laughs> um, that's me thinking. Okay. But, like, our gun laws are pretty strict. Because, like, you have... Like it's not like the states. We need to have our lock. Like we have a safety. Yes. And we have a lock. Yes.
1: And and you have to store the ammo in a separate place, and where you store the gun. So basically, that's that's the thing. Is some some of the parties are proposing allowing municipalities to impose harsher restrictions or ban handguns. Andrew Shear is against that, but okay. he does want to uh, propose. He's proposing a lifetime ban on gun ownership for those convicted of violent crimes or gang activity or for those who buy firearms in bulk and resell them on the black market.
0: That's fair. So... What about the new people's
1: part? So, yes. So them next. So, um, they have criticized any moves to make gun ownership more complex and they support a lifetime firearm certification. Which Which how? After proper vetting and training. How? Yeah, because you're definitely just as capable of shooting a gun when you're 20 as you are when you're, like, 95.
0: But, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, what happens if you get, like, mental illness? Because, like, we're weird. We've had mental illness since we were, like, young children. But, like, there are people who don't get mental illness, so they're, like... Late into their adulthood, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm so sorry for them because like we've had it since we were children. Yeah, we're just used to it. It's like a <laughs> it's like a little little buddy that just hangs out with us. So like mo- like m- most of my memorable life, I've had this. Like I can't imagine living life regular and then just like oh, mm-hmm. you have mental illness. Now. It's
1: kind of like finding out you have diabetes when you're 22. <laughs> I would imagine.
0: Okay, <laughs> so you can relate. I can relate. <laughs> But I can't. But it's just like, shit changes. Like, what happens if someone gets, like, early onset skin, uh, schizophrenia? Mm-hmm. And then just, like, shoots up uh, like... Or Alzheimer's or... Yeah. yeah, or, like, anything like that. like most they, of that have, st- they have a traumatic incident and they, now they have PTSD. Yeah, and, like, like they, they kill, kill someone, someone, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, not whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, they'll get arrested for that, but they're not going to get arrested for, like, any sort of gu- gun laws because they mm-hmm. legally own their guns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, they legally had the license to use the firearm. They would just be charged, like, I don't think they'd be charged with murder. I think they'd be charged with just, like, manslaughter or something cuz it would just be an accident cuz they legally were allowed to have that gun.
1: Yes, unless they were use they use that gun in a premeditated murder. But yeah, so right. they just accidentally killed somebody with their gun. Yeah, that would just be manslaughter.
0: Whereas like now I think it would still be murder because like you they they like in most cases they shouldn't have had that gun.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, legally like they should be. Yeah. So um yeah, and they promised that anyone who purchased a gun and had to relinquish it to the government will be reimbursed. And like yeah, based on what other parties are talking about about gun buybacks, I'm sure that if you had to relinquish a gun, they fucking bought it back from you. But that's
0: yeah, that's what I was questioning because mm-hmm. I was like, I read that and I remember being like, is that not already? What happened? I'm like ninety percent sure that's what already happened. So but, like maybe government does it at like. A lower rate Market or something, yeah. Market price and not what you bought it for. Yeah. Which, which is like, possible. unless you have a brand new gun, how do you prove what you bought it for? Mm-hmm.
1: So, um, and then the last thing is he wants that future regulation of firearms to be handled by parliament, not by the police or
0: cabinet. Which doesn't make sense because I'm pretty sure police don't regulate gums. I mean, guns. <laughs> <laughs> they don't regulate gum, no. No. But, I mean, we're not
1: Singapore. Well, no, but, like, you do need to go to, like, if you're purchasing. a a firearm, you need to go to the RCMP to get your permit to, like, transport it to your house and to own it.
0: I guess, but, like, they're They're still not the ones ones regulating it. They're just the ones... They're enforcing it, yeah, but they're not the ones making the rules. No.
1: the cabinet.
0: Because, like, we don't have, I mean, I guess, city center, but, like, or city halls, but, like, they have already too much to do. Like, Mm -hmm. it makes sense that the police do that. Um, so,
1: healthcare was my next one. Oh yes, so, um, I enjoy this one. Most of the parties are promising to, um, so the Liberals, the Bloc Québécois, the NDP, and the Green Party all want to create a PharmaCare program. Mm-hmm. Some of the parties also want to expand the current healthcare system
0: to include uh, mental health, mm-hmm. um, dental, and eye. Which it, Which it you should. does include mental health, but it's very vague. And it's usually only the extreme. And
1: it's typically you need to be referred, at least in BC, to get the free coverage covered by MSP, you need to be referred to a psychiatrist. Yeah, but they don't exist. No. Well, very few of them.
0: <laughs> it's like none. Yeah. So um, most
1: people have to see like a regular counsel or a psychologist or whatever. Those yeah. aren't covered.
0: No. Um, yeah, the only site that exists in Vancouver, because I used to, have to do the referrals for my office, were majority men. I think there's only like four. Mm-hmm. And three of them are men. One of them is no longer taking new referrals. And two of them can't see female climates. Hmm. Because of strikes against them from the college. Wow. Super duper. Yeah. Because of relations. Yeah. With patients. Yep. If you didn't
1: understand. <laughs> So, yeah, and I mean, so, yeah, I think the mental health is really important. And also the dental and the eye, because, like, yes. it's crazy. I mean, like, I'm lucky I have coverage through work, but, like, not really for optometry, um, mostly just for dental. But, like, you can fuck yourself up so bad yes. if
0: you don't get proper dental care. Yes. The only dental that they cover is, like, the bone. Like, they'll, like, if you need surgery. Right. Then for MSP through. covers. Okay. But, like, that's like cranial. I can't remember what it's called. Mm-hmm. I've had to do the referral a million times. So. But, like, if you need a filling,
1: you're not getting that. No. That's, that's not covered. You're going to have to pay for that out of pocket. And so, no. some people can't afford to and
0: they'll let it sit and then it'll become an even bigger problem. Which, like, I know this is going to make people hate me, but I'm not happy they're getting rid of MSP premiums. And I think that's because I work in the medical field. Mm hmm.
1: Yeah. Because, like, really where are they getting on their, on their funding for? Yeah, exactly. Well, okay. So they're not getting rid of MSP per se. It's being changed. So it's if your company has a payroll of above a certain dollar amount, then the payroll has Then your company pays for it. So it'll be an extra tax for businesses.
0: So I'm just going to continue paying MSP is what you're probably telling me because I work for two small businesses. Probably. Yes. <laughs> well, actually, I don't know what the restaurant makes. I was about to say the name of it. <laughs> I don't know what the restaurant makes. But I don't I know, the know what the limit is for the payroll, but
1: I'm sure it's probably bigger than like small businesses so i don't think the clinic well
0: because like i don't think the doctors count as payroll mm, i
2: don't know
0: i don't know how. because if it works. includes the doctor's checks then hell yeah we're <laughs> over that mm-hmm. but if it just includes the like yeah, assistance and yeah. stuff like that mm-hmm. i don't think it's over that yeah
1: Let's see so the people's party Claims that too much, there's too much federal meddling in healthcare.
0: That's my favorite statement. And they ever. are
1: proposing to make provinces and territories fully responsible for funding and managing health services, and they would pl- replace the current system of fed- the federal health transfer tax with tax points, allowing provinces to raise their own money. Uh, they also want more options for private healthcare. So my issue with this, aside from the fact that like what the fuck, um, is okay. So if you're living in like Ontario, Quebec, maybe even BC, maybe your province can handle raising their money and managing their own healthcare. What if you live in fucking none of it? How are you raising money
0: in none of it for healthcare? Which like like they're not going to be able to afford doctors. No, because they pay doctors more to be up there. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like any everyone. Okay, I shouldn't say everyone, but most people who work up there get an extra premium for living in like a remote area because there's
0: jobs that need to be done up there Mhm. like doctors yes so you know
1: but it's just like uh,
0: yeah and like what makes me mad is i'm like starting to see it but like they're tr- attempting to like coincide provincial medical health care because mm-hmm. like we obviously take everyone's except for quebec <laughs> sorry quebec <laughs> which is like basically ever in this country because they hate us. Not the people. If there are people listening who love...
1: Yeah, we don't hate Quebec. I just hate when
0: the Quebec bloc Quebecois tries to make everyone think that Quebec should be more special than the rest of Canada. And somehow the provincial government feels like not putting money into things, which is why the other provinces won't be able to do anything for them. I'm so sorry. I don't hate people from Quebec. Everyone I've met from Quebec is lovely. Like a year ago, if you had a lab requisition or a prescription from out of province, you couldn't use it in a different province. Mm -hmm. And I know... Recently, I'm not sure about prescriptions, but I know for sure about lab requisitions, you can take it out of province, Mm -hmm. which is useful because we have a lot of workers in this country that, like, work from multiple provinces. Mm -hmm. So, like, let's say you think you're getting any UTI and it's your last day in Vancouver. Like, what? Before, they had to give the urine sample, we had to send it, we had to call them, they had to find a clinic where they were, mm-hmm. we had to send the test results to them, then they had to have to get the test results, and then they could see the doctor and get treated. And yep. sometimes, because it's all facts, because I hate to break it to you, the medical industry is very behind Oh my god, it's ridiculous. Fucking but it's I hate facts. I mean... It's because you can't I know
1: they faxes. say, yes, okay, well, what about those places where they have a fax machine sitting out in public and the fucking faxes just spit out and sit in the tray and wait for somebody to walk by and pick it up?
0: Yeah, that's why a lot of them are changing to, like, what we have. Yeah. Where it goes straight to the computer. But, like, like it's just finally changing where you can do this. And then to have a party come in and be like, there's too much federal meddling. I'm like, that makes me angry. And I don't know if that's just because, like... We work in the industry, mm-hmm. but like that's bullshit. <laughs> it is bullshit. Like I already
1: feel like the government is fairly hands off because I mean, like for example, so um like I work in like long term healthcare, so like seniors, like our current direct care hour level. So there's direct care hours, so that's a minimum number of hours that each resident is supposed to be have direct care from. Some kind of care provider, be it carried a nurse, like a physiotherapist, whatever. There's a minimum per day, and other provinces all have. I shouldn't say all of them, but many other provinces all have much higher rates than yes. we do. And the government here just increased it. So like that was a provincial government decision. Yes. So like the federal government is already not like controlling everything because if they were, no. then we'd have equal levels. Yes. So
0: you would think. Side note. Your doctor doesn't make that much. Just saying. (laughs) Like, people think doctors make a lot. But, like, they don't. I mean, they do. They do. But, like, per hour, sure, they make a lot. But, like, people are going on. Like, I've had patients being like, they're making hundreds of dollars off me and blah, blah, blah. No. One regular visit from MSP is 31 and some change dollars. That's it. Is that a 10-minute visit? Yeah, like 10. So they can have six of those in an hour. Yeah. Like, that's just a regular, like, prescription refill, Mm follow-up, ask for blood work. A full physical is more, like, Mm -hmm. prenatal is more, like, all that shit is more. But, like, a regular, I need my prescription, Mm -hmm. is 30-some-odd dollars. And, like, most doctors don't get the $31. So, like, even my, like, the owner of the clinic probably doesn't make that much because... Yeah, because he's separate, because he's his own entity. The mm-hmm. clinic is his own entity. And most of them, I think, are a 30-70 split. Mm-hmm. So they're getting 70% of 31-something or another per person. And, like, like some people think, like you do, where they're like, oh, they only see me for 10 minutes. But, mm-hmm. like, that doesn't include, like, their prep work before the appointment. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of them, like, look at your chart before they see you. Right. And that's, like, 10, 15 minutes. And then, like how long it takes to like enter all the notes and shit like that after you leave which a lot of them do after the like at the end of their day mm-hmm. sit for like two hours mm-hmm. to notes, and they're still not really cut up i still constantly like there's a couple doctors on top of my wage to like mm-hmm. catch everything follow through the cracks and stuff like that people get so angry because they think we make so much money on them we don't mm-hmm. when you think about like their insurance because like Insurance to be a doctor is stupid expensive. I bet, yeah. And like paying a lot of people staff to you. And like owing like rent and like mm-hmm. all that and shit. Like all like, your overhead stuff. Yeah. yeah. I don't actually think they make. Also, how much debt do they come out of? <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> like, I don't think most of my doctors pay off their debts. So they're like 40 something. No, no. Also, stop, stop asking me. for old doctors. People come in and they're like, I want to see the old doctor. What? Is this doctor young and I just look at them and I'm like what does young constitute for you and they're like in their 20s and I go can you even finish medical school <gasps> in your 20s I go nope we have no doctors in that age
1: <laughs> like most of <laughs> my doctors graduate like, yeah, like duty 29 Houser to 31 working in
0: your clinic like jeez yeah like 29 to 31 is like the youngest I have mm-hmm. for like brand new doctors yeah.
1: and those are usually
0: who you want cause like they know their shit. Yes. Um Tangent about, about medical yeah. system.
1: Yeah. So that's... Um, okay, so the only, the last thing I wanted to mention and this is a conservative party thing because I was just like, what the fuck? So Bring it. this is about in regards to seniors, which I don't think that the People's Party had any policy on or any no, opinion they on. Did so you know, we're saved that. So the conservative party has promised to increase the age tax credit by $1,000, and this credit is available to seniors making less than $87,750 a year, that they can get a $1,000 tax credit. Where the fuck is my fucking tax credit for making less than $87,000 a year? That's a good point. Like, what the fuck?
0: I think they're... The the point... point, I mean, one, they're they're trying trying to, like... They're trying they, to appeal. They know. Yes,
1: because typically it's older people who are the biggest demographic for voting. Yes, I, I know. Conservative,
0: especially. yeah Particularly
1: for conservatives.
0: But, like, also, like, I know some of my senior patients who make $800 a month on their pension. That's it. That's all they get. Yeah, like, those people, for sure. Give but it to them. But
1: 87000 is a lot. a lot. Like, why isn't it less than, like, 50000
0: Can I just point out... That I had to pay a thousand dollars in taxes after already paying five grand in taxes. I did the math because I was pissed off,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I only made forty-two thousand last year.
1: Like what the fuck? Where's your fucking tax credit? Yeah, that no. I wouldn't have <laughs> to owe any fucking taxes. Yeah, fuck yeah, taxes. taxes. So that was just. I was like, I when I saw that number, I was like, oh, increasing the age tax around eighty-seven thousand. That's oh, a lot. It's a lot. So like, I think that's, that's what like yeah. most seniors make. Yeah. So apparently and are bribed. That's a those, bribe. I'm not gonna say everyone, but most of those people have their fucking houses paid off, so yes. they don't need all that fucking money.
0: They owned a house by the time we're RH. Yes, I rent my house. Like, okay, so we're we're saying we're recording in my closet, and it is a walk-in closet, but that is just because. It's me and my boyfriend. boyfriend. Everyone else are, si- well, Eric's a couple, but like, like his girlfriend, girlfriend doesn't live with us. But like, they're all single dudes. So we got the master and it just happened to have a walk-in closet. But like, there's no way we'd be able to buy this house. No. We're renting it. And I'm very certain, like, they rented it for much cheaper than they need to. Mm-hmm. And like it's property management, so thank God. But like and also we're Burnaby. If we were if we were like one block over <laughs> one block over, it'd be like and, three times as much. And in Vancouver instead of Burnaby, like it's about four hundred dollars more at least. Mm-hmm. Well, like, I can afford to buy a house. You guys bought a condo, and that's just because of David selling his old one. Like, yes. he already owned his condo, right? Yes, he...
1: Yes, he... I got lucky, and I <laughs> found a guy who already owned a condo that he had bought super cheap, and because of the weird-ass market that we have, he sold it for twice as much, so we were able to buy our townhouse, but we still owe a fuck ton of
0: money on that yeah, townhouse. You still have a mortgage, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, I fell in love with an actor. Yeah. So. so. Fingers crossed. In, yeah. like future if we listen back to this and he's famous i'm gonna be like yeah i mean like it's kind
1: of a gamble like i went for an electrician so it's like a steady guaranteed good wage and you're taking a gamble so you know you never
0: know we'll see i mean i I wish you luck i don't expect him to become like super rich and famous and stuff like that but like he needs to make enough money that we like it's like a regular job like we need to live comfortably that's all i care about that's fair enough. But like, like, yeah, where's our tax break? Where's, where's tax my break? transit break? <laughs> you false...
1: took that away from Please me. Please note, government, that's all Angie needs to vote for you <laughs> is the fucking transit tax credit back.
0: I just want it back. I was so mad.
1: Yep. So the last thing I wanted to touch on a little bit is um, if you are Canadian and you are of legal voting age, I just want to talk a little bit about strategic voting. Oh
0: my God, it makes me so mad. But like also you need to
1: do it. It's very unfortunate, but the way that the system works is the most likely parties to win seats are the liberals and the conservatives. The NDP are kind of catching up. Yeah, but they have um, a really bad history. They do have a bad history so unfortunately the i mean now the people's party is right wing but they're a little crazy so (laughs) typically people who are conservative vote for the conservative party but people who are on the liberal side could vote for the liberals or the ndp or the green party and so they do that and then it splits the vote and then the conservatives end up winning unfortunately your best bet for strategic voting if you want
0: a liberal-ish party is to vote for the Liberal Party. <laughs> Which sucks. I think it sucks for the current candidate of the NDP. Like, I hope he gets another go. hmm Because, like, he seems like a really... He seems chill AF. <laughs> like, he seems like a really good candidate. hmm His problem is his party doesn't have a very good history. And, like, maybe that's us speaking as, like, a biased party because we're from BC where we have a current NDP government and we've had NDP... NDP governments, and they, where they haven't been great. Fuck shit up. Yeah, like this current one isn't too bad. But they're like, not they're not great bad. either. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you could say I mean, that about any government. <laughs> let's be honest. The BC preferred government hasn't been great in a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, so to have like a just okay government is all right by me. Um, but it just sucks for him because I feel like a lot of people won't vote for him because they're promising all these things. And, like, the NDP has a history of, like, not following through on their things and, like, letting people down.
1: Yeah. and like, Kind of like their eyes are bigger than their stomach. They're, like, yeah. they want to do all these great things, but but they can't <laughs> because yeah. they're not realistic
0: promises. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, this time around, I feel like they're giving, like, a lot more realistic promises. Promises? <laughs> yeah. Some of them, anyways. A couple of them are promises? still a little... Mm, <laughs> But yeah, people just don't trust them yet. And that sucks mm. for him. Because mm-hmm. he seems like a very good candidate. Plus they have like zero
1: holding in like Alberta because, you know, they're socialists. So that's it's like not a- an
0: article about Albertans who turn from oil to solar and it was great. But oh, I feel like awesome. it made a lot of Albertans mad. Probably.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So that is kind of my thing. Please vote if you're Canadian and you're eligible to vote please vote have you seen that photo on Facebook that was like we didn't vote because it wouldn't make a difference and it's like a cartoon and mm-hmm. like the people who are saying that are vi- are like a bigger group than like the people yes. who are like we voted like it's true it is and true. Like, like with that last point about like paying old people money even though they make so much it's because they're afraid of young people oh god Mm-hmm. It's because they're afraid of young people, mm-hmm. and because there's so many of us now that can vote. And I'm not saying that all old people, seniors, <laughs> make a ton of money and don't
1: deserve the tax credit. That's not what I'm saying. But
0: eighty-seven dollars is
1: I mean, eighty-seven thousand dollars. Yeah, it's a lot of money. A lot of money.
0: Yeah, it's almost a hundred thousand. Yes, yes, it is. It's so a lot of money. Okay. All right. Shall we sign off? How do we sign up? I don't I'm know. I'm so tired.
1: This has been the Tipsy Tea. We're really tired. Bye, guys.
0: Bye. Oh, wait. No. You can follow us on Instagram, at the Tipsy Tea Podcast. We also have an email, at the Tipsy Tea Podcast, at cheapo.com. That's it. Email us stories that you want us to talk about. Um. Okay,
2: bye. Okay, bye.